All right. Welcome back to the Money Mindset Podcast. Today's episode is a budget bestie meetup where we get together with members of the community. We have a short training, share some wins, ask any questions, um, and of course, end with our celebrating our wins for the week or the month, whichever you want to share. Um, if you'd like to join us next time, go to budgetsmadeeasy.com slash meetup. There are 10 spots available each month. So if it's full, just look for the next date. I try and um, schedule them out two months at a time. I'd love to have you. It doesn't cost you a thing. You just get to come and hang out with um, us budget besties. And now tonight's episode, I do want to talk about the one thing you don't have to track because this comes up a lot with my Money Success Club members. Um, it get it can get overwhelming when you're trying to track everything, right? Like we want to know where our money's going, and that requires um, tracking and actually seeing where your money is going, right? But sometimes it would be nice to just not have to do that, right? Or not feel like you have to do it because it can get really overwhelming really quick. And then once you get like a week behind, then you feel like you can never catch up. And that's where people get stuck. Once they feel a little behind, then they just kind of give up because they feel like they they can't get caught up. So um, what I like to recommend is cash envelopes. Now, you guys have probably heard me talk about cash envelopes in the past, what I use um, in either physical or digital, and I'll link to those episodes below because I've shown all my systems. Um, but what I want to talk about with cash envelopes for tonight is that you don't have to track them. <laughs> I don't track them. It just adds another layer of... Um, stuff to do. And we don't need more stuff to do, right? We want to create a budgeting system and a money system that is going to work for us and our stage of life that we're in and our schedule and all of the things that we have going on, right? And when you're trying to save receipts from cash and then feel like you have to write it down on the envelope, I mean, if you're on YouTube, you can actually see this. I'll just show you one of the cash envelopes. So like cash envelopes typically have a little tracker with them. So you can track it, right? But you don't have to because the key with cash envelopes is you're intentional with the money that you put into the envelope, right? And what it is for, if you stick to spending it on what it is intended for, then you don't need to track it because you know what category it was in, right? And you know what it went to. And like, I don't know, that's just like an extra step. So I never do it. As you can see on this example, I put down that I had deposited uh, $60 into this envelope and then I never wrote anything again. Uh, and so sometimes I will just write on there so I know how much is in the envelope so I don't have to sit there and, and count it. Um, especially if it's like a lot of small bills or, you know, just depends on the amount. But if there's like a lot in there and it's harder to tell, I will write just what the balance is. Uh, the key is to stop spending in that category once the cash is gone. Um, it's also really important to have a category, if you can fit it into your budget, of money that is just for you and just for your partner. Uh, if you are sharing finances with somebody, like that you each have your own little spending money, like you could call it an allowance, but that just feels kind of, I don't know, it feels kind of weird as an adult to say, oh, you have an allowance, but it's just spending money that you could spend on whatever you want. You don't have to track it. You don't have to be accountable for it. You can spend it on whatever 
you want, no questions asked. Right. And so just having that spending money and cash and the freedom to like, okay, I don't have to think about where this is going. I don't have to track it. I can do whatever I want with it is really important to having that freedom and flexibility and feeling like all this other stuff that you're doing with your money and your money plan and your goals is worth it. Right. Because if we feel like we are, um, suffocating in the restrictions of a budget, right? Like even the word budget makes people feel restricted. So um, give yourself that little bit of freedom to have just some spending money that you don't have to track or do anything with. Now that's just one category. Now I will just clarify since I did mention the, you know, just random spending money on whatever you want to um, spend on. Some people call it fun money. It could just be um, you know, your name spending money. Some people call it walking around money. Like they've always, they always have $20 or a hundred dollars on them at any time that they just spend on whatever. But this goes for all cash envelopes. I don't track any cash envelopes. Now, what I have had to do in the past that, I, that I've learned from my mistakes um, is that if it is in a category, let's say kids, for example, this is the category that I usually screw up or make mistakes. Um, if there's money in there and it, let's say it was actually for something specific, like school supplies, school fundraiser, Girl Scout cookies, like all uh, sports registrations, all of those things. I will just see money in the envelope and think, oh, we can go get toys or, you know, clothes, whatever they want. And then later, once the money is gone, I realized it was for something specific. So um, that is one category that I do mark um, and put it into an envelope specifically for what it is. Like if it's just general spend money on kids, like go out for a treat, buy them a book, um, toy, whatever, then it's just in my general kids category. But if it's for something specific, like sports registration fees, um, school fundraisers, you know, all that stuff that the school's constantly asking you for money for, um, I'll put it in an envelope that's labeled specifically for that. Um, another thing that I have had to do is split gifts and Christmas because I spent all the Christmas money through the year on gifts because it was just in one pot. So I've learned with cash envelopes, I do have to be a little bit more specific on my labeling and like making sure I know what it's for. So I don't spend it on something else in that category. Um, but in general, you don't need to track it. Um, so that gives you a bit more freedom, right? And it takes a, another thing off of your plate, off of your to-do list. It's a one less thing that's going to keep you stuck because you feel like you have too much to do and you're overwhelmed and you're behind. Uh, and so just have fun with it. Um, fill up your cash envelope uh, with whatever you've got in your budget for that category. And then just you know, be mindful, um, of what you're spending it on, but you don't have to track it. So, um, I am curious for those that are here with us tonight, and we may have a few more pop on, um, Elizabeth, if you don't mind unmuting yourself, I would love to know, um, if you use cash envelopes or if you have used them in the past and if so, what categories, cause I get that question a lot too, is what categories do you use for cash envelopes? I, I have tried using them before, but then I, it, I found it was really hard because like you, I would see cash and it's like, oh, I could go use it for something else. And then it's like groceries. Oh, no, I don't have anything for groceries, you know, or haircut or something along that line. So I 
kind of gave up on using them. <laughs> yeah, that does happen a lot. It does take some practice. So I'm curious when you say like, um, it was for something specific, but then it was gone. Was that, um, did you have separate envelopes for each category or did you, um, was it like me where you, it was for that category, like hair, but you forgot you needed it for haircuts and spin it on like shampoo. Yeah, I had all separate envelopes for different things. And then I was just, you know, I decided to go grocery shopping and I was like, well, I need a hundred dollars, but there wasn't any. So I took it from another envelope and then I was like, all right, now I can't get a haircut or something else. So yes, yes, that is a, um, that is a, could be a setback with cash envelopes. That just takes some practice. And if there wasn't enough in there, um, then we may need to talk about, um, why like do you need more in that category or did it um just kind of accidentally get spent on um things that you didn't really need type of thing so um like but that does happen a lot um and i've done that too where i've had to take money from one category put it into another um there are definitely pros and cons to using cash envelopes um and i haven't been using them for quite well really since covid hit and nobody took cash i got out of the habit and i just haven't got back into it um so i am i do know that that happens and it happens to me uh as well um but i will say whenever we are paying off debt cash using cash envelopes but being um really trying to stick to the amount that was in there, especially for food, um, helped us pay off debt a lot faster. And what I will say that kind of helped me, one thing with cash when you're using cash is to shop with a calculator because you don't want to get to the checkout and not have enough cash. And so that helped me be more mindful of only spending what I actually had in cash. Um, and Another thing that you could do to maybe try, if you're willing to try it again, if you want to, um, is to only take the cash envelope that you actually need. So if you're going to get groceries, only take in the grocery envelope. Um, and you know, I know some people that don't even take in their credit cards because even just having that option or debit card of swiping a card, if you go over, helps you be more mindful in the store and using a calculator while you're shopping so you can make sure that you stay on track with how how much you actually have in cash. So those are just kind of a couple things that maybe if you want to try, if you haven't already, um, have you tried anything like that? Or are you willing to give it a try? I could probably give it a try again. I know the groceries is a big thing though, because I kind of go with a list and then it's like, oh, I could use that or I could use that. Or my husband will go shopping and he'll buy stuff that we've already got. I'm like, oh, here we go. Yes. And that yeah, does take, like hard. I said, you shop with a calculator. Um, and it does take practice. It takes some um, little self-discipline, right? Um, and but when you shop with a calculator, if you haven't done it already, it's very different because you're like, oh, that's like you're actually seeing the number and you're like, okay, I don't really need this. <laughs> I'll put this back. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were saying something for a second. I was like, I thought I heard something. Um, so yeah. That um that might be helpful if you haven't tried that before. Shopping with a calculator um is very very helpful, especially with groceries. Um, and you may another thing that I like to try and do, uh, especially when I was paying off debt. Now that I I don't have um 
to like, I have more flexibility in my grocery budget. Um, so I'm not as like strict with the cash envelope and sticking like exactly to it. Um, when I was, when I was like very, very diligent about, um, to a certain amount is I would divide it up per week. Um, how much I had per week. Um, because at that time, my husband and I had opposite paydays. So we had a paycheck each week. Um, now it's every two weeks. So, um, I still kind of divide it up. Um, I have the money for the two weeks, but I still try to keep it to the weekly amount, but sometimes I'll go over and just take it out of the following week. So, um, so yeah, if you are shopping with a list, another thing that you could um, think about doing is um, the grocery online pickup. But if you not, if you like, I know some people don't want to do the grocery pickup, but what you could do is kind of like add everything to the cart to see how much it would be before you go if you don't want to use the grocery pickup. And I know sometimes, at least with like my Walmart, sometimes the prices are a little different. Sometimes they're a little bit more with the grocery pickup versus going into the store. Um, and sometimes they're more expensive in the store than on the grocery pickup. So it's kind of like hit and miss, but it would give you kind of a general idea of what it would be. And then you could also print it um, to make your shopping list easier if you have a printer. And it seems like not many people have printers anymore, but that's another idea. Yeah, I've done that before. I've done that, the pickup, and it's the greatest thing in the world. I'll I tell you. It. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. You go, right? you pick it up and you're gone. It's like, okay, you just saved me all kinds of money. Thank you so much. Yes, exactly. Because I'm not getting all the impulse stuff, right? Like, it's awesome. I, I mean, I very rarely go like, well, really, I never go in for groceries. If I do go into the store, it's for like something specific. That's like one or two things or something that I want to actually see before I buy. But like groceries, I never grocery shop anymore. So it is a bit easier uh, to kind of stick to it. Um, so definitely. And then that makes it harder to use cash for groceries, right? That's one reason I quit using cash for groceries because I switched to online. So um, that has made it a little bit harder. Um, the other thing that I was going to mention before um, before I forget was when you're starting with cash envelopes, um, I only recommend starting with like one category up to three but I definitely would start with like one or two. That way you don't have as much um, temptation or as you're kind of figuring out the system that'll work for you and how it'll work for you. Like, what do you need to do? Um, how to organize the cash? Um, like if you want to just take the cash envelope that you need, that type of, all those kind of logistics um, is, it's a lot easier to figure that out with just one envelope. And if you have like too many envelopes, it's a lot easier to take from the other to put in there too, right? But if you only have one or two, it might be a little bit easier for you to stick to what's in the envelope versus moving money around. But that does happen. It does happen. Sometimes things just, sometimes life just happens and we have to roll with it, right? <laughs> All right. Um, now, Elizabeth, do you have any wins that you would like to share for um, either last week, last month, whatever you want to share, if you have anything? Um, I actually do. I am in the process of starting my own business. So, yeah, I got my DBA, I've got the business bank account set up. So now it's just a matter of putting something out there for the, for the world to try and see what happens. So that is 
Awesome. That's exciting. You've got a lot of like the hearts, the things that set that hold people back <laughs> done, the bank account and the DBA setup. Like that's, that's a big I, deal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just got to stop dragging my feet and just start doing it. So, you know, it's a, the journey of being a business owner is very similar to like finances. Like you said, you just have to get going. You just have to get going and not stop. And same thing with like paying off debt is just not stopping, right? Like just one, even if it's one small thing a day, one small thing a week, like as long as you're moving in the right direction, you're going to get there, right? So starting a business, right. it's kind of like the same, you have to have the, like the same tenacity, right? To just, you right, just right. go, you just got to keep going. <laughs> All right. Um, do you, um, what, so what is the business if you don't mind me asking, or you can give me um, like a general idea. I'm going to be teaching people how to menu and meal plan. Sweet. That's awesome. We need all so, that kind of help. Yes. Yeah, just the <laughs> basics, you know, just showing people how to go from using what you have in your freezer to getting the getting your meal on the table and getting the family involved kind of a deal. And, you know, stuff that I've, I've been doing with my family for over 10 years, and it's definitely saved us time and money, so... I know, you know, I've been seeing a lot of things on Facebook and different things about people needing meals and how do you meal plan and, you know, so hopefully yeah, it'll take that's off. That's awesome. So. We'll have to have you back. I always love um, having people on to share how they meal plan because it's crazy. Well, it, I mean, I guess it's maybe crazy isn't the right word, but it always fascinates me how different people, like there's like so many ways to do it. Like I've had so many different right. like people on to talk about how they meal plan. And it's like vastly different in how people do things. So I always love like seeing other people's systems and like what they do. And that that's what kind of scares me too, because there's so much out there that's so similar. I'm like, okay, but they don't do it exactly like, like I do. So I'm hoping to, you know, or you read something and that they're doing something similar to what you wanted to do. I'm like, oh man, like, you know what? I'm still going to, I'm still going to move forward with it and we're going to make it work. And see how it all goes so well i'm proud of you for taking that step and getting past the those yeah. kind of the little voices in our head that try and tell us that we're not good enough and there's already somebody else out there that does it so why do you yeah. not do it because there's always space for you know what you have to offer and how you are doing it and there's mm -hmm. somebody that can connect with you and how um how you do things. Right. And I mean, I struggled with this for years. Like how many people are out there that teach budgeting and paying off debt, like tons. Right. But, um, I have, I have come to learn that sometimes people just need what I have to say and like my perspective on things. So, um, I love that you are already kind of tackling that early. <laughs> that is good. Yeah. It's well, all, so, you know, it's been in the process for probably, since COVID. So I finally am just acting on, I'm like, just do it. Just, just do go it. for it and just see what happens. It. And you know, I don't know, I keep scaring myself out of it, but I keep listening. You know, I'm listening to your podcast and a couple other podcasts and it's just like, it's just giving me those ideas that I need to kind of move forward. So. Well, 
Awesome. If you haven't already, um, check out Jan Ditchfield. I love Jan. She actually did a whole series on my podcast um, for like getting started with a business. So um, definitely check her out. She actually has two podcasts. She has the No BS Business School, and then she has How to Start a Business. So um, definitely check those two out. I love Jan and just like how she how she teaches and how she approaches business is so much different than other people in the online space. So um, if you haven't already, definitely check her out and I will link to it in the show notes as well for other people listening. But if you just search Jan Ditchfield, you'll find her on Instagram and her podcast. So, um, well, Elizabeth, I really appreciate you being here tonight and being willing to share. Um, do you have any, um, questions or anything else, um, about cash envelopes before we wrap up? No, no, I don't. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you.